Welcome to another episode of Let's Drink, where we never make you sleep in the wet spot. <laughs> ooh, I like that one. <laughs> I say that every episode. I always start off, you have these like crazy awesome things, and I'm just like, ooh, I like that. Like, for some reason, I'm at Trader Joe's finding a sample where I'm eating the pizza. Mm, I like that. Let's let's get that. I enjoy it. Yeah, welcome back, guys. It's uh, episode number 14 now. I think so. Jeez, these just keep coming out. We don't stop, guys. No, we clearly devoted ourselves to a project, no matter how much you hate our YouTube channel. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I'm sitting here trying to get you guys to watch us. I'm, I'm wearing a ridiculous outfit right now. I won't tell you what it is. Uh, if you want to see it, go to our YouTube channel and watch us a little bit, because I think you're missing out on an aspect of the Let's Drink podcast if you're not watching a little bit of us. I absolutely adore this Elvis, uh, <laughs> like, uh, Buffalo Bill thing you got going on. <laughs> I was worried because the front door isn't locked to my building right now. You can just walk right in and have, have a good old time. And uh, I was sitting on the couch watching TV with uh, what looks like a porn set here. And I was worried one of my neighbors would, like, accidentally walk in because they're not good with English. They're not really good with, like, America. So I was like, if they walk in and see this, there's going to be so many questions. And I can't answer them. I can't even begin to be like, oh, it's, it's, pod, it's podcast. You guys can... Oh, Oh, okay, all right, bye. You just figure out whatever it is in their language that sounds like your next, and you point at them and shut the door. <laughs> That'd be great. They would, uh, they would definitely never park in my spot again, which would be a welcome Ideal, relief. Right? Yeah, I don't want, I don't want a bunch of random Hondas in my spots. Uh, but yeah, welcome back, guys, uh, and thank you, guys. We have a lot of dedicated listeners that listen to this week in, week out. Uh, we love you guys, and uh, please continue to listen, share with your friends, share, well, share with your family, and you know, share with your family, give them a little bit of joy in their week. Share with grandma. You might you might shock her and get your inheritance early. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> she might listen to the first. Uh, well, dark episode's not out. Okay, now, episode two, the dark one, is not out. So she won't die completely, but she will be in the nursing home. The dark episode is something I don't want to share with anybody I have any respect for. So I say we just pretend that never exists. <laughs> I am always tempted. I I uh, have a couple drinks and I'm like I'm gonna release that. Yeah, I don't give a shit. We're the Let's Drink Podcast. I'm gonna really, it's still it's still uploaded on our channel. Just it's private right now. And uh, you know what, folks, if you really want to listen to it, if you really want to listen to it, message us, and I will send you the private link to where you can listen to that uh, and pour yourself a glass of wine. Maybe enjoy it. And, uh, get ready to be shocked. Get ready to uh, hate us, maybe a little bit, uh, but enjoy it. Yeah. Anyway, today we have a Michael. Really, Mike definitely brought us a special treat here today. What did you bring us, Mike? Today, just to show, hey, Mom, we've made it, uh, we have Dom Perignon Brut, Ooh. 10 years old. Oh, my God. I am nervous. Like I, I, People need to watch it. I'm shaking right now with this in my hands because this is this is amazing. We have two boxes of Dom Perignon on set right now, and nobody cares. There's 400 bottles or $400 in boxes right here, and mm-hmm. people don't care. And uh, we're going to follow it up with some of the most questionable alcohol choices we've ever had on Let's Drink. So <laughs> stay tuned. But for now... Cheers, my friends. Ooh, okay. Give that a. What am I getting notes of? I'm getting notes mm. of a champagne. I'm getting notes of. Uh, that's like the most uncultured piece of shit out there. That is a very uncultured thing to say. But you know what? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Ooh. Dom Perignon Ooh. is a very middle of the road champagne. Ooh. The flavor starts off sharp. It's sharp. Clear. It is clear. With. Wonderful fruit and citrus overtones, and then it's just gone. It does kind of fail. Uh, it falls flat. It hits you initially with that that impact, and then it just kind of like like most dads just disappears. Yeah, walks just away. Walked away. Went out for your cigarettes. There it is. <laughs> That's my best way to describe Don Perignon. Is it went out for cigarettes and never came back. It's every Tennessee dad. It's every Tennessee dad. Shout out to to our boys in Tennessee. Yeah, our our smoking our our drinking and blunt guys who uh who, who love us and listen to us. But for two hundred dollars a bottle, you would think there'd be something 
something more to it, right? Yeah. But it's just kind of a, a standard store champagne. It's got a great bouquet. It, it does. It smells yeah. wonderful. But yeah, at a sip, it's just like, okay, it's champagne. Do you just think some of that expensive stuff? Because I've had Cuban cigars. I've had some expensive stuff. And I think it's more the allure to it. It's more the, uh, it's the idea, not really the actual like product. Because $200 worth of champagne, you could die. You could kill somebody if you really tried. So I'd, I'd rather do that route. I mean, maybe just because I'm a cheap little guy, but uh, yeah. I would rather have $200 in champagne than a one bottle. But it's still important. This is still important. <laughs> this this, this is still, I mean, this is this is what uh, dignitaries and presidents and uh, deities drink. So I, I feel like it's fitting for the Let's Drink podcast, episode 14, to enjoy some Don Perion, folks. Uh, another crazy week with Mike and I. Uh, we, we We've... You know, just try to survive right now in a life where there's no football. I know it doesn't matter to you, but it matters to me. And as of Thursday night, football is back, and I am living it. Oh, I have purpose again, folks. I lose my little brother to football for the rest of the year. <laughs> it's it's the best time of year where I can, and now I'm single, so I can just watch football, drink, and uh, just live life. Really, that's kind of my goal going forward. I think that makes our standard hangout day Saturday, then, doesn't it? Yes. 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 I, I, it's still, I mean, there's football series and Sundays all football on, obviously, when you're here, but, you know, we'll be recording, there'll be a TV back there with, uh, actually, we'll record early enough that there's no games on yet, so we'll be good going forward, uh, just, we won't record after 11, unless you want me to be, like, staring over the TV, like, all right, Ohio State, and, okay, and we're back, folks, sorry, Dave is watching, and he has bets going on right now with all these different games, uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm happy. Did you see... Over the week, there was a 65-year-old lady who fought the cops and got tased twice over her broken tail. Did you see this video? I believe this is the woman who kept saying, I'm not arrested. Yes. I'm not arrested. Oh, arrested. my God. Wasn't it? Like, I, I am all for police being a little more, you know, uh, watched. But this lady was a fucking idiot. Like, what the fuck? I was mad. This is half the reason I want police body cams on every police officer because I love watching stupid people get exactly what yeah. they deserve. And she was... I, there are very few videos where I'm like, you need to treat this person more cruel, officer. But I'm watching her tell him off, tell him what she is not, yep. and like start to walk away and like throw was a kick back at him, like yep. that half ass. She tried. To, he tried to like get her out of the car, and she like kicks him. I'm like, all right, well, that's when you get tased. Taser, I taser, and then he got her. Oh, she was great because initially he had pulled her over for a broken taillight. Uh, he gave her a citation. He said it's 85 bucks. Fix it. And she hasn't fixed it in six months. He keeps going, I keep pulling you over, Meredith. And this is, it's been six months. She's like, well, I have the ability to get it fixed, so I won't do it, but I'll, I'll get it done one day. Don't worry. I shouldn't get a ticket. And he's like, just sign it. She's like, I won't sign it. So like, just sign it. Just sign it. It's not, it's an admission that you're going to pay this ticket. She's like, I don't, nope, nope. And she rolls up her window and drives away. You just alluded to the police. Nobody gets to do that. Nobody has the ability to do that. Chases her down. Gets her, you know, at gunpoint. He's like, get out of the fucking... She's like, no, no. Finally gets her out. She starts kicking, trying to get back in the car, and he tases her. That is white privilege right there, because that is pretty... You can't do that. You don't You don't dictate that. You don't dictate when and if you get to uh, get arrested or get a ticket. If you're wrong, you're wrong. You're going to get that. Right. Whether or not you like the idea of the ticket, whether or not the cop's right, you don't fight it there on the road. Yeah, and you don't you don't get to uh, you don't get to dictate. There's no world where you get to dictate. And the cop handled it as well as he could. I would have fucking shot her the first second because she was just being completely erratic and it just didn't make any sense. And uh, yeah, I, I, I wasn't a fan of that, but uh, that's where we live in right now, where people can do that and say that. Did you see Jason Momoa? Am I saying it right, Jason? Yeah, Jason Momoa. Jason, have you seen him lately? 
Uh, yes. You, like that person, of hung course. Hung out? You guys hang out? Yeah. We had a couple of <laughs> brewskis the other day. You guys are just sitting down like, hey, Jason, what's up? He's like, oh, Aquaman, 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 Aquaman. That's all he okay. says. That's all he says. He just knows how to say Aquaman lines because <laughs> we taught him like a parrot. <laughs> he has a quote-unquote dad bod right now, and it, it, I, don't, I don't agree with it. I think he looks pretty still amazing for who he is i'm gonna imagine that their definition of dad bod is taking jason momoa's god chiseled frame and putting just a little bit of body putting about six on. pounds on it the, putting the, like six pounds he doesn't look emaciated right now you can't see every part of the six pack but you can still see the six pack so that's a dad bod i'm not sure who had what fathers <laughs> but i know a dad bod is like hank hill yes hank hill's got the dad bud because he's strong he's capable yeah. but he does have a little bit of a paunch there. he's carrying an extra 10 pounds he's carrying an extra 10 pounds i i, I can't stand it people people have these uh, unrealistic expectations for how these actors should look and it's like do you realize he probably killed himself six to seven months prior to filming aquaman and just completely cut carbs probably cut his water consumption no alcohol anything like that and just made it look so you could see everything and then afterwards he's still working out but he's a father he has two kids he's gonna eat and live life what i am not sure our our listeners at home understand and perhaps you don't either do you know what it takes why a six-pack looks the way it does why well a six-pack is the there's a there's an ab abdominal muscle mm-hmm. behind a wall of uh, kind of a protein, kind of a tough tendinous like protein that keeps our organs in place. Okay, uh, if you tighten that muscle up and strengthen that muscle, you just get if yeah, I'm sure you've seen it on enough physically fit people, you just get kind of the one ab. Yeah, because that's about how it's shaped. However, if you continue to strengthen your abdominal core, eventually that uh, that uh, protein. That fiber begins to strain around the muscle. Okay. And the muscle itself bulges around it, creating the six pack that we all know and love. Yeah. Um, it takes an incredible amount of work mm-hmm. to do that. And later on in life, obsession with a six pack can cause that kind of. Have you ever seen a messed up ab on old people, like old men? No. Really strong old men and look kind of like they have a swirled muscle down here. Mm. You can weaken that lining if you keep trying to go for the ultimate six-pack. If you want to look chiseled. If you want to look chiseled. Just take a look at uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger with his shirt off in his 60s and 70s. His muscles are still phenomenal. Yes. The man is still very strong, but you can see that that, that that lining has weakened and his muscles kind of look messed up and not perfect or like perfectly sculpted anymore. Yeah. It's a lot of work, ladies and gentlemen, to make a six-pack. I'm so fucking sorry Jason Momoa had a cheeseburger. I uh, I, I feel bad. I, I had a six-pack uh, first year of college. I had, I had a six-pack. I had a four-pack at the top, putting at the bottom, and that was a lot of work. That was literally watching TV with, like, mom and dad. I was doing workouts on the floor. Like, I was, like, literally just trying to get it to look like the guy from Troy, and I'm like... Uh, and you're cutting out everything. Like you're like no carbohydrates. I'm living on eggs, salmon, and veggies. That's it. And then water. And then you cut your water down too, just so you can look emaciated. And you, yeah, it, it's not worth it. It looks good, but it's just. I mean, you better have three hours a day to spend in the gym just working on your abs. And and that's just, it's nuts. Uh, you mentioned Arnold Schwarzenegger there, and uh, I'm shocked. The guy's been in this country for a long time, and he still hasn't mastered the uh, American accent. And I don't know if it's like a learning disability or what's going on there, because anytime I hear him speak, and I was the governor of California for a while, is he? No, he's not anymore. Uh, Gavin Newsom's running, I think. Uh, but uh, he, he just doesn't, he doesn't get it. He, he doesn't get it. He's been here since he was like fucking 14, and he's like 65 now. Like, dude, one day, can you just drop it? Do you think it's a gimmick? 
I don't think it's a gimmick. I think Arnold Schwarzenegger got a lot of money early in life and spends a lot of time outside of our country. Okay. So he goes back to see his parents and his, well, his, his parents, I believe, passed away. But he goes back to see his home yeah. and things. And he's often outside this country. So his accent gets renewed because that's the way the man talks. Uh, Ivanka Trump, for instance, okay. still sounds like she got her green card last week. Yeah, well, she's a dumb bitch. She is a dumb bitch. <laughs> she's I'm just she's saying, candy. A lot of people, especially people who have access to constantly moving internationally, yeah. still keep their accent. Our our landlord's wife is from uh, Britain. Oh. And she's been here 25 years in rural Wisconsin, and she still talks like a Brit. Really? Now, she talks like a Brit. Which I like I like Brit. I think that's yeah, and that's bad of me. That's not bad of me. I think that sounds like a good accent. I like when I hear a British person speak. It just sounds more refined. It sounds it, there's there's dignity to it. She got uh, clearly she's a, a Wisconsin accented Brit now. It's kind of an interesting mix, yeah. but she's still a Brit. If you learn that stuff early in life, it's it's basically a party. It's just ingrained that's, in it's there. Ingrained. I don't disagree that maybe there are a couple words he could have learned to say a little differently. It just sounds like he's always struggling. It sounds like it's his first day off the boat, and it's like you were the governor of California. I mean, you had to, you're obviously a smart guy for the most no. part, and uh, you still you and can't. a badass dude. Like I like Great I like him actor. in the political climate. I know he's a Republican, but you know what? He's got some cool ass ideas. He does. That's the way a Republican ought to be. Yeah, he's he's a very he's a very open minded Republican. So he's a beast. And he drives things, he runs over things with a tank for charity. I love that. I, he had it in, he had it brought from the Austrian military. We gotta, we gotta start, we gotta rent a tank. There's a place in Minnesota, actually, you can rent a tank and blow up stuff and run over stuff. Uh, and I've looked into it. It's in Mankato, uh, Minnesota. So, uh, on well, the next episode of Let's Drink, we're just gonna drive like a Sherman over something and just blowing shit. I mean, you can blow up cars, you can run over cars. I mean, it's very expensive. It's probably about three grand, but, uh, Three grand just drive a tank. That's not bad. That gets you. Uh, you get to drive the tank for an hour. You get to shoot it, uh, and you get to use the gun. You get to use like the turret if you want. So they really, Deal. yeah. No, it's like, yeah, we'll give you uh, two cars. You get to run over one, blow up one. I'm like, uh, last time I was there, I almost impulse buy them. I'm like, fuck it, I'll do it. Like, let's just let's move over some money from savings. Let's fucking go. And I'm like, uh, okay, okay. Do you Ooh. really need to drive a tank, Dave? Like, this is an hour experience to lose three grand. Maybe this is a this is a weak thinker. You think on this for a bit. You don't just uh, run into this and uh, and do it. Uh, yeah, uh, but yeah. In the next episode, we will make sure that we uh, we we do that for you guys. I so there's a lot going on right now on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram about these uh, teacher sex scandals. There's a teacher sex scandal. There's always on? a teacher sex scandal. And I'm gonna be I'm gonna be misogynistic here. And uh, you see. And this is maybe society's view. You see an old creepy guy and then a young pretty girl. And that happens. You're like, oh, disgusting. But then you see a smoke show of a 25-year-old, 26-year-old new teacher. And then you see this 17, 16-year-old boy. And everyone's like, yeah. Nice. nice. You see that? And they're like, they're putting him in jail. And they're crying. I'm like, this kid is now, like, he's not he's not traumatized. I can guarantee you this kid is not. He is never going to need therapy for this. He's 16, 17. Hormones are crazy. And he banged a nine. Uh, he is not the coolest kid in school for the next two years. And he got to bang a nine. Uh, I... <sighs> I don't, I, I always see him, I'm like, this is just let, let this one go. Let's let it go. But then it's kind of sexist to be like, well, the, the old guy does it. And uh, we got to put his ass in jail. I, I, I don't get it. I don't know why that, that is. And maybe it's just because I'm just a white guy. Uh, it's more to do with the male mindset, I suppose. Because believe it or not, 
even if that 16 year old guy just seems like he's high-fiving everybody out the courtroom later on in life there will be mental repercussions to things like that whether he oh yeah there's well documented the the reason it doesn't seem like there will be is because men are historically a lot better at hiding mental illness and it's not a good thing yeah we hide mental illness behind other symptoms we like to pretend like we're good exactly because you know way back in the day our fathers were like i'll give you something to cry about when you had feelings yeah if you're sad don't worry uh i'll get you i'll get you feeling worse if you want so when this kid later on in life has a warped view of reality or women or his own appearance or whatever the woman preyed on up to a point to get his attention he's probably just going to put it behind a wall of, oh, that's just, I'm just that kind of asshole. Sorry. But really, at the back of his mind, he's a little bit sick and no one cared about it because we're all high-fiving him for fucking the hot teacher. Interesting. I, I, I don't know. I would I would have loved that. It's if, like daddy issues, but for men, essentially. For men. See, I would have loved that. If there was a couple of teachers, I would have I would have definitely... Oh, don't you get me wrong. There are a couple of teachers I would have been happy to leave a great A on the lower back of. But... If they put it out there like hamburger helper, I'm eating it up like crazy. <laughs> uh, and uh, I, I maybe it would mess me up, but I mean, I'm, we're already messed up beyond... Yeah. Uh, that's fine. We really just made this <laughs> podcast more interesting at that point for us. We had a story about like banging like uh, Miss Nesbitt or whatever, you know, whatever, yeah. whatever you want to call her. Uh, and that would be amazing for me. But I, I just I keep seeing these. And for some reason, my dumb white, my white brain is like, this is bad. And then I see the, the girl. and I'm like, this is hot. Would you go Amish? As you pour that, would you ever go Amish? I was watching a thing on the Amish the other go day. Go Amish? Like, mm-hmm. literally, like, live the lifestyle of the Amish? Mm-hmm. I hear they have some kinky sex. I'm sure they have nothing else to do. Like, right. they got to talk about it with each other. They'd be like, hey, did you, uh, did you do this position? I don't know, I'm trying to do it Amish. That, uh, <laughs> that, was wow. a, that was a blend of Europe. That was like Borat goes to the Amish. Uh, <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> Very nice. English. Uh, we should we should bring an Amish person on this podcast. I would absolutely bring an Amish person. I will drive an Amish person up to three hours away to this podcast just so I can mock his beliefs. We no, should, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure there are a lot of them watching right now. That's obviously yeah. heavily our audience. It's the Amish community. They're like, oh, that's Dave. We know Dave and Mike. It's like a 30% chunk of our listener pie is the Amish. <laughs> I think we should, go, we should go take one. We should just go grab go one. take one? I mean, what are they going to do? Call the police in a phone? It's going to take him a good four hours before they get to the actual police station. So we have a good four hour window before we got to bring Ezekiel back to his uh, his encampment. I think that's good. We should have Ezekiel in the back, and we're trying. We're leading this carriage chase. You know, <laughs> we're we're able to go sixty five because we brought cars because we're not idiots. And they're just kind of like keep like, up, and Ezekiel's back there, is losing his fucking mind. It's like I'll turn the heated seats on. Don't worry, Zeke, and getting him here, and then just putting him in front of Mike, and he has no idea. Like. You're speaking to this, and people hear it. Like, people are going to listen to this, and he's just fucking mind-blowing. And we take pictures of you with that. Yeah, that's monitoring your face right now. We're going to put it up there for everybody to fucking see, and he's just, his mind is blown right now. You poured some shots there. I did. I poured some shots here because here at Let's Drink, it is our continued want in life to ensure that we're always drinking something new and interesting in every episode. And we ask... We haven't gotten a lot of responses, but we always offer that we'll pick up any kind of alcohol you recommend, yeah. or we'll drink something you send that is clearly safe. Mm-hmm. We're not going to like take a half drink, but or half drunk a bottle that you sent from you know Michigan and just take it on faith that you didn't jizz in there. Yeah, but if you send a, us yeah. a sealed bottle, we'll happily drink almost anything. Yeah, we'll chug it. We'll literally, if you send us a bottle sealed, something we will definitely chug it in the Let's Drink podcast. This was donated to a Let's Drink podcast. Uh, by a trucker it is called 99 bananas and it is a 99 proof alcohol apparently that uses 99 bananas per batch distilled that's really cool uh smelling it 
the bouquet right off the bat is bananas, but bananas in the same way runts has bananas in it. So oh. go ahead and give that a shot. I am very nervous uh, about and... this. This is this is pretty. Mm. Oh Jesus Christ, guys! All right, we're dying for you guys. We love you. Mm. That hurts. That hurts everybody. It's not hurt near as much as I thought. Ninety nine proof would. Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a bitch when it comes to that. I like the banana flavor, though. That's The banana flavor is really rich. <laughs> yeah, it's really rich. It kind of tastes like slightly mushy bananas with a clarity of alcohol behind it that that it, it, it's like vodka. It's like Tito's vodka. It's a very... It's, it burns going down. It definitely, you can it feel burns. that in your, the lining of your throat. You can, At uh, 99 proof, it can be used to sterilize things. Yeah, so if you get a cut, guys, come to our set and we'll uh, we'll sterilize you out. Or we'll sterilize you out. Before I drink too much here, I want to make sure I shout out to this week's sponsor, uh, Ridge Wallet. Uh, make sure you guys go to ridge.com forward slash slept. Use the promo code slept. That is S-L-E-P-T for 10% off. Uh, this is an RRF, RFID protection wallet. It is metal, slim, and they do free shipping worldwide. So if you guys buy this, it's a lifetime guarantee by them. And then also, they'll send it anywhere you want. You guys can be in fucking Ukraine. They'll send it to you guys. So make sure you guys go to ridge.com forward slash slept. Use promo code slept, S-L-E-P-T, for 10% off Ridge Wallet. Huh. We actually have a sponsor. We have a sponsor for this week's episode. That so, is incredible. We're not just fucking with this we guy. We have, nope, RidgeWallet.com. They are our new sponsor going forward. So make sure you guys use them. I have a Ridge Wallet. I will make sure I bring it out next episode. I didn't even think about bringing it out. It is small, slim. I used to have a big, fat, thick leather wallet that would give me back problems when I sat on it. But with this, it's just tiny, compact. It fits all my cards, my ID, my business cards, everything in there. Clip shut. And then I have the credit card protection with the RRF, RFID protection so nobody can walk by, scan get my information that is completely safe and sealed in there when I am out and about and I love that and also the lifetime guarantee is pretty awesome as well so if that breaks they'll send me a new one nice. I, I love that so I love that about any tools any yeah. tools that offer me a lifetime guarantee it says I you, you it. stand behind your product when you when you when you say uh, hey if this if we fuck up and this thing goes bad just tell us we'll send you a new one and they'll they'll again guys they will mail worldwide for free so i mean jesus nowadays you pay sometimes i mean if you're not amazon prime that you can pay 20 30 bucks if you're out of country these guys are like oh we don't care where you're at you're china we'll send it to you don't worry we'll get it to you so yeah definitely thank you guys and thank you ridge wallet uh i wanted to know who is the i'm trying to do a Brittany furlan here uh from the uh from her worst first podcast she is tommy lee's wife smoke show shout out tommy lee oh the not yeah okay no. yeah yeah no from motley crew the drummer i keep i hear tommy lee and i'm thinking old man with a newspaper <laughs> and i'm just like <laughs> yeah. Brittany furland <laughs> she's a smoke show she's awesome she has a podcast called the worst first definitely check it out where she asks a lot of famous people she had joey Co- joe coy on last week she had machine gun kelly on two weeks ago and she asked them their worst first it can be anything and i thought it was a cool idea to bring the let's drink podcast and it can be anything it can be your, your worst uh uh, first sexual encounter, your worst first blowjob, your worst first job interview, whatever you want. So I want you to tell me one of your worst firsts. Well, I'm not sure if I've told this story oh. on air, but no. you know what? I'm going to. Mom, you may want to pause the podcast. <laughs> this is the first time I tried anal. Ooh. Yes. Okay. So I believe I was about 14, 15 when we did this whole horrible horrible debacle what was her name was teacher's name mrs banks yeah it was mrs banks Uh, she took me out back and uh she just she went and sat on it boys um obviously i'm not going to give names because i don't want to embarrass that's probably good we don't want to but i'll have you know she was a pretty tough farm girl so right off the bat it was a girl it was a girl okay it was absolutely a girl um 
Oh, do you do you count the time Father Plappinger did that to me? Because I, I had I had you know, that was like forgotten. Seven. That was forgot. Oh, that that was forgot. I, I I guess I was just asking for it or something in my swim trunks. Anyway, um, so we had been sexually active for a while, uh, because as you know, unfortunately, I got into that really early yeah. because our father's weird. That's not a bad thing. I mean, um, is that a bad? Thing? I believe that's a bad thing. Anyway, um, so. I I brought it up to her because I had seen tons of pornography, and yeah. pornography makes it look so damn easy to put it in a girl's keister. Um, <laughs> and to her, it looked easy as well. So we're like, hey, we'll try this. So we were fooling around, okay. and we're sitting in her parents' basement Ooh. to go ahead and date this story real nicely. So there was no prep here. There was she no prep. She didn't get an enema. You're mm. supposed to have an enema before you have anal sex Now I and have, a clean diet. I have a wife who is very flippantly enjoying yeah. anal. She's not getting an enema, and it's fine. Okay, all right. But a shower helps. A good shower. Oh yeah, if I'm doing that, you're. I mean, I, I'd be such a. I've never had. I've never tried anal, but I would say uh, you're doing enema the day of, and then you're gonna have a clean diet two days previous, and then you're gonna clean yourself like you're going to fucking get an autopsy. I'll just take a soapy finger up there, but it's fine. either way. Um. So we're fooling around, and I'm like, okay, gonna gonna go ahead and. Put her up there. Yeah, go up the uh, the old the old dump truck. Going down the dirt road. <laughs> so <laughs> the fact of the matter is, I didn't I didn't know that I was able or I was supposed to rather get her ready. Like you know, any time I've I've had anal, yeah. you know, I did anal for the last couple of years. There's a lot of prep. You know, you throw pink in there. There's a lot of tongue action. Really, like a half hour prepped before anal. Jesus, it's it's a butthole. It's not supposed to take your penis inside of it. And if you want it to be pleasurable for the woman and not traumatic and painful, you can have to spend some TLC down there. Working and out the muscle. Work it is a muscle. Set it up. Yep. Yeah, make sure it's it's ready to go. And if the girl out. likes it, if the girl's into anal stuff, it's always great to see him like get pampered for that. Oh, they fucking love it. Anyway, <laughs> um, so anyway. Uh, I just I just went for it. I mean, I tried a little vaginal at first, you know, get them all lubed up, and yeah. I spit on them, and I just went for it. And to her credit, she was a trooper. I was shoving my 14-year-old manhood right up that ass, and honest to goodness, I'm sure it hurt. I'm sure it pinched. Yeah, it I pinched can't even like imagine. nobody's business. Yeah. Like, the, I took her prison style. Um, <laughs> and the fact of the matter is, is she didn't, she, she like, yeah, an occasional, like, hiss, like, ooh, and it's like, yep, but it... it you know, between God's grace and some determination, I got up there. And it was wildly uncomfortable. If nobody at home's had anal, anal's interesting because it it, it, it changes the feeling on the penis, yeah. but it's it's not some kind of wonderful sexcapade. It it just basically changes the vagina's tightness, which is all over the penis, to just a really tight ring that's moving up. And I might as well just be jerking off with two fingers that are really determined because that's about what it feels like. And I tried it for a little, and she eventually is like, hey, could you stop? And I'm like, yeah, yeah like, we should try this from a different angle or something. And the moment I pulled my manhood out, just I swear to God, it looked like you took a pale bread stick and covered it in peanut butter from head to oh. toe. Yep. yep, yep. Oh, it was horrible. It was the, the entire thing was slathered Nutella essentially, and I and I, I to my credit, I didn't start panicking and sobbing yeah. like everything I in my young brain told me to. I, I had a cock that was covered head to toe in shit, ladies and gentlemen, Ugh. and it was a good deal. Like, do you take enough bran? Like that kind of thing. You really want to ask her what her diet is for that amount of fiber? Like, what's going on here? This looks really mushy. Like, yeah, um, you got to fix this. 
I just, I was like, I leaned away, I leaned it away, I took a tissue, and I just kind of like, wow, that is a gentleman there. I I wiped it off, and I tucked it back in, like, you know what, I'm not feeling it anymore. I didn't reveal the reason why, but I'm guessing she picked up some subtlety from the smell in the room. Yeah, it smells like someone just shit in here, like, uh... Because we stomped, and I sat there with a shitty cock for four and a half hours just pretending to care about whatever video game we played together, and then I went home and I scrubbed it like I was going to sell it on eBay, (laughs) and it was, it would be, it would be a couple of years before i would try it again i feel like that, that would ruin first. it that would that would ruin it for me i feel like that's something you should do in the shower i've always heard nikki glazer always recommends because she's a big she's big into that she recommends shower fuck nikki glazer you don't like nikki glazer i love nikki i liked nikki I, I, I didn't care either way about nikki glazer until i heard her talking about eddie murphy's special on netflix which she got paid a ridiculous amount you yeah. got paid 75 million 75 million dollars but nikki glazer's like well i got paid a lot of money for my my special too but it's not 75 nobody needs 75 million dollars and the back of my mind i'm thinking murphy does. nikki glazer you probably made eight million yeah. for your fucking special nobody needs eight million dollars either you stupid bitch you could use five hundred thousand. that would be about what anybody actually needs past that you're just rubbing you're it just in. getting extra i didn't see you turn over half that paycheck to goddamn charity keanu reeves style <laughs> shut the fuck up nobody needs the money you're making and, she, and she's like i'm so grateful for what they were paying me i was like bet you fucking are Shut up. You're talking shit about Eddie Murphy. The only thing you are is jealous that you're not getting paid as much because nobody likes women comics. That is that is that is a hard thing to watch. And that, that I was just talking with somebody the other day and I nothing against women comics, but I don't there's none of them I like. There I are don't, a couple I actually really like uh, Maria Bamford. Really hilarious. She talks about mental illness. She's the one who does all the silly voices and talking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's really fucking funny. Uh, Janine Garofalo, also very funny to me. Okay. Uh, there are Sarah Silverman has her moments. Yeah. She's a little less preachy, but she's also just kind of gimmicky and about fart noises. Yeah, see, I, don't, I like Sarah for her. Uh, her personal life because she was a big advocate for Louis when that whole thing went down, and uh, she's been amazing with that. But yeah, her com- like it's like I at least love Whitney Cummings, and then I got Whitney Rudy. Cummings is also famous. She's so she makes up stories, and I I want to call her out on it because she she makes up all of her experiences, and I, I know she does because it, it's pandering towards the fact of uh, males being misogynistic assholes, and like she is like, well, this guy the other day comes up and says this. this. It's like no, no one did, and I get comedy is it is a it is a mixture of truth and lies mm-hmm. uh which is what is what comedy is but to create these stories to pander towards your narrative is sad it is so sad i'm like you are married now you're engaged and you're making up these stories about how guys are doing like that story doesn't work now going forward and i get she probably does get hit on for the most part and she does have weird things but then she gets to like be like the hero in this and like i told him to fuck off because i'm a proud woman it's like okay I bet you did. Did you really, or did you just like keep your mouth shut and walk on? I'm guessing you kept your mouth shut and you walked on. The biggest problem I think it is, is that, uh, and and this is nothing against women comics, because yeah. several of the, st- like even Amy Schumer gets a hell of a laugh out of me on occasion, despite yeah. the fact that I'm not a fan. I hate Amy Schumer. She's um, the worst in my opinion. But I think it's because of the pioneers of comedy that cause women to suffer a little bit. Now, uh, you, for the pioneers of comedy, for men, you have Bob Hope, yep. Richard Pryor, Red Fox, like a lot of people with a lot of respect and a lot of old-fashioned ideals, and they, a lot of them told stories mm-hmm. instead of just standard jokes. When you look at uh, the the pioneers for women comedians, you get like Roseanne Barr yeah. and Kathy Griffin and things. Oh, yeah, Kathy Griffin, yeah. And the thing of it is, is people look to Richard Pryor like that the token black guy in old <laughs> comedy movies, and he's just like... 
constantly is about to be lynched. Like that's essentially <laughs> the look he always had. And that's hilarious. And people look at them a little bit more harmlessly because of that and just kind of put them as one of the boys. Yeah. But like Roseanne Barr and Kathy Griffin have a lot of, uh, and whether it's true or not, they have a lot of, of negative things, you know, divorces being a, a, a battle axe of a woman like Roseanne Barr. Oh yeah. Roseanne's a, yeah. Kathy Griffin, you know, being a pain and, and a political pariah after that whole Trump stunt. But that one I actually support. Mm-hmm. It's just, their role models already put it into the public's eye, you know, decades ago that women comics aren't funny, that they're just unlikable women. And yeah. that's not necessarily fair. No, no, it's not fair at all. They're, they're already, they're already, they're playing with a half deck already. Mm-hmm. So. They're playing with a half deck. But yeah, and the ones these days pander to try and overcome that by being like Amy Schumer mm-hmm. or acting like, uh, like, uh, uh, fuck, uh, Nikki Blazer, whatever. Nikki Blazer, yeah, yeah. Um, and, it's not it, it, that personality going forward is not a good way to represent yourself no. on a lot of occasions. Nikki Glazer's trying to move away from that, and her podcast is is decent. Well, I love, I love her podcast. Her podcast I, is I pretty darn good, but like y- y- they they're not being natural. A lot of them, it feels like to me, they're just going up. That's why I like Berea Bamford. I like Janine Garofalo because they just go up and they tell stories. Just fun about their fucking life. It's not all about their their period. It's not all about their vagina this week. It's, yeah, it's about their view of the world and their unique view, which like I like. Any other comedian, yeah, makes a funny fucking. Joke. It does. We all want stories. We all like that stuff, and I get that males have the. We're, we're lucky where we don't have to pander towards that that stuff. We we just get to you know yeah. whatever, and we don't have to worry about it. And they have to, but still, it's it's comedy. I can't I can't listen to. I, I I've tried. I love Nikki's podcast. She has great stories. She's hilarious. But her stand up, actually, I got to see her on Madison a couple months ago. Uh, comedy at State, and she was. I mean, she was funny then. I, I hugged her afterwards, and then I had a picture, so I was very excited. And uh, yeah. So we have a ten year old. Uh, French liqueur called Cassis here. Cassis. It uh, it's thick. You're gonna immediately be able to tell that it's a little bit thicker than your. Standard. I can smell it. You just move that, and I got a whiff of that, which yeah, is it's scary. It taste. It's gonna smell a lot like distilled and concentrated wine. If you take a <laughs> if you take a whiff of it, I'm very scared. It only has 18 percent alcohol oh, by volume, so okay. it's not so bad. But you're probably gonna get overwhelmed by the the, the flavor if the scent is anything to take. So Alrighty. down it goes. Cheers, my man. I'll see how you take it. You didn't die. It's thick and creamy. Oh, goodness. Oh, that was bad. Mm. So, Cassie, some thoughts about Cassie's. <laughs> it, uh, it tastes like distilled grape jelly. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck. Now, it's a liqueur, so it's oftentimes meant to be mixed with other things. Oh, yeah. Let's wash it down with Dom Perignon. Because we're, we're that kind of people today. Um, we're the white privileged people today. Oh. It's clearly meant to be taken with other things, but it does say enjoy on its own as well in the back and i'm not necessarily sure they understand what that means nobody enjoys that nobody that that was used in german camps that's bad oh, oh <laughs> at 18 percent alcohol by volume i can't taste the alcohol what i can taste is every oh, yeah, no grape alcohol. that has ever been grown in france crushed and distilled <laughs> into a single bottle taste all of those dirty french feet walking <laughs> over it right now and uh, ugh, it's that oh. you should give me a, some 99 bananas here i, I need to wash that down with 99 bananas because that that's sticking right now and it's not uh Oh, in the in the shot. Oh, in the shot. I, I didn't see you holding. <laughs> Sorry, I, I thought you were holding your shot glass up like a respectable human being. No, no, I'm holding my pen because I, I I fidget too much. That's that I can handle. See, I like the 99 bananas better than do that. This actually has a good uh, a good flavor towards it. That whew, that really that that hits you like a motherfucker. And that ugh. did you see? There is a new Rocco's Modern Life coming to Netflix. I know. 
I almost lost my mind. It's him coming back. Obviously, they were in space or something in the house, and then they that, come that back. That was the last thing that happened is they really? got blown into space for the I end of the season. I know that. And now they come back, and they're like stuck in the 90s, but now it's modern day, and it's hilarious. It looks like it's going to be the best thing in the world. Yeah, I watched uh, some of the pilot that they have out for it, and uh, you know, when you're bringing back an old show like Powerpuff Girls, I'm not afraid to admit that I loved Powerpuff Girls when I was young, and I was really looking forward to the re-release of it. They re-released it? They they released a new new Powerpuff Girls. And I'm really? like, holy fuck, yeah, sign me up. And then you watch it, and it's like, oh, it's all teen girl. Like, oh. it, it's like My Little Pony. Nobody, you know? yeah, the audience that watched that was us. Like, yeah. why were you pa- why you're pandering towards yeah, Exactly. Teen- Do you think it was just a bunch of little girls watching? Do you think uh, uh, we're sitting there going, yeah, you punched that monkey in the fucking face. But yeah, we love Mojo, Mojo. Oh, oh, Mojo, Jojo. Oh, my God, I love that show. <laughs> yeah, you you can't pander towards a new audience now. And then they just turned and pandered completely towards young, very young girls. They, and like, won't, it won't no, have the same effect as it did no, back then. No young, bisexuality to it at all. No, young girls are now getting finger-fucked and sending nudes on Snapchat at 13. So they're not watching Powerpuff Girls like, mm, this is really good. No, this they're watching... Girl power. Yeah, they're watching Mad Men and uh, that's their thing. So Also, I think I sent you along something about the creator of the new Powerpuff Girls, how he inserts himself into a couple episodes oh. and like has the girls crush over him. I'll send you it again. Oh, that's it's, scary. It's fucked up. That's, you gotta check that guy's hard drive. You gotta check that guy's hard drive. It's really <laughs> upsetting. I'm staring at the pictures and I'm watching the little like 10 minute YouTube rundown of him like, this guy wants to fuck himself a Powerpuff. Girl. Oh God, that's yeah. just if yeah, oh, that that should be that should be looked that into. should be looked uh, at. FBI, someone check his profile. So I watched Walk, Rocco's Modern Life with a bit of like rose tinted glass. Something like this thing can be funny. I'm watching like, oh my God, they just redid the fucking show. They kept the '90s humor and now they're throwing it at our new stuff, Love which it. makes Rocco even fucking funnier. Yeah, yeah, no, I think it's it, that's going to hit on so many levels because it's not pandering towards a new generation or anything like that. It's it's what it was back then, and now people like us who actually watched it saw it and enjoyed it are gonna go I'm gonna watch that fucking cartoon like I don't watch cartoons ever well I watch Rick and Morty and Family Guy those don't really count I think but uh, no. I will definitely be tuning in whenever that comes out in August sometime I don't know when but I will definitely be uh, be watching that I will be really happy and what I will also be happy about is the fact that we didn't die last Thursday Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, as usual, my brother and I occasionally have a stayover situation where we take all the alcohol known to mankind and attempt to shove it into our bodies. It usually ends up with us realizing if we take a single sip more of alcohol, we're going to puke. And then we black out and wake up the next day and go, hey, we're alive. <laughs> and then we stuff ourselves full of fast food and hope to God we don't shit ourselves throughout the day. That Yeah, well, that was definitely a rough time. That was that was rough. What I was referring to was last week, Thursday, uh, July 20th. 25th, uh, you see that an asteroid passed the Earth. Oh. Did you hear about this story? I completely went off on our own thing. That's right. It was Friday last week. My apologies. No, yeah. no, no. This is That's fine. That that was also, we did almost die. That We almost died twice, really, in one week, which was No, actually, impressive. I did not know about the asteroid passing. There was a 427-foot wide asteroid that passed within 45,000 miles of Earth on Thursday. We didn't know about it. Uh, NASA was like, we didn't. And it passed, and it was Armageddon style. They're like, that could have ended it. That could have really, uh, that could have ended everything for us. And they were like, we're sorry. We uh, we missed that one. <laughs> and like, it's kind of scary. Like, who was sleeping uh, on their job that they missed that? Well, as you know, NASA's been defunded very horribly since uh, our new president. Uh, oh, yeah. Everything's done in China now. China, Every- China, we don't even launch, really. Like, we know Cape Canaveral's used for, by SpaceX right now and Elon Musk. Everything everything we launch US-wise to go up to the space station or in space is launched from China. Which we should be absolutely ashamed of. Yeah, we should Because be. this isn't. We started it. 
we started it. And space is one of, I hate to say it, the final frontier. It really is. It's and, the future, though. It's and where there, we need to be. And there's a lot of crap. There's a lot of elements and things out there that the Earth could benefit from. And corporations can make a huge killing, which is why Elon Musk is, is going after space as well as a few other. Well, he said he's the first trillionaire will be somebody who monetizes space travel. And he's right. Once you can monetize space travel, you're, you're a fucking, that's an oil well up there. Platinum and things are really common out in space. Asteroids and celestial bodies often have platinum, and we could easily mine it. And several celestial bodies, like the moon, for instance, and I am not suggesting we go fuck up the moon but you could mine the shit out of the moon and not fuck up its ellip- its orbit very well really and there's no environment to fuck up on several of those asteroids and celestial bodies it don't fucking matter to them if you sit there and screw with their environment because it's a planet that's worthless to humankind yeah no longer need it no life in general like you go to those gas giants where things are super compressed hundreds of thousands of times over you'll find elements you've never even imagined at those cores of those planets if we could ever actually make it there and again, you could fuck up Jupiter all you cared about, and it wouldn't matter to Jupiter because nothing lives there. No, there's no, there's no, there's no anybody living there. It's a gas no. planet. So, so just go from here to Venus and screw up everything you can. And those planets have elements you 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 could only dream of. And yeah, and and still we've got our president going. Oh, we don't need to go to space. America's suffering right now. America's suffering right now because we focus on why we shouldn't be protecting our environment and why we shouldn't be funding space. Yeah, we're, we're so focused on social issues right now, which I get, but that can't be the full focus because then it's like you run out of time and we're, I mean, this will not last forever. This place mm-hmm. is not, uh, we are killing it and it will die. And it will get back to us about how it's we're really upset about what we did those last couple of centuries and then yeah. we'll be, sorry. And then we're going to go, fuck, we don't have plan B right now ready and we're fucked. I mean, it's kind of crazy. That Just a two rounds. Raptors. Two Raptor missiles, I think it is. Raptor missiles. Or, yeah, they're Raptor missiles. Just, yeah. That's, what, $2 billion each or whatever they are? They're like a billion dollars each? Just don't make them this year. Yeah. Sign that check over to NASA. Let them play around with space some more. See or just up taxes. You know, up tax rate 1%. And next thing, I mean, I would Fuck obviously. If, 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 if 1% of my taxes guaranteed went to space, I'm space fine. travel and things, sign me up today. Yep, I'm fine. I could care less. If, if, if I know that's going to be towards the future and towards, you know. That would be kind of cool to see it on a paycheck. You know, this is. Space uh, tax. Fair, this is federal holding. This is Wisconsin's withholding. And then the space tax. To just like watch how much over the over the year I donated from my paycheck to spend, I would actually kind of like the the space tax. Just to know, yes. like I'm part of it. Like, they shoot a missile off, and they're like, they send you an alert, like just you know this your your new missile is going out or your new, your new rocket's going out today, and you're like, what? Oh yeah, I donated you know a couple hundred dollars last year to this. It looks like I lost eight hundred dollars to the space program. All right, let's fucking sit down and watch. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get some popcorn, get some Pop Murphy's pizza, and I'm gonna watch this thing and be like, that's my fucking, that's me, that's what I did. Fuck yeah. Yeah, so I uh, I would 100% be behind that. As for the asteroid, I know in a lot of occasions we don't fear asteroids because Earth's um, Earth has you know a, a, an atmosphere that's very the reentry into our atmosphere is very tough on a lot of elements. Okay. So an asteroid has to be made out of certain materials to be what they call a world ender. Okay. Otherwise, it breaks up and causes it'll entry. still cause a huge amount of apocalyptic damage. But most asteroids won't make it through our atmosphere whole which is a problem because we don't know what an asteroid's made of without certain equipment. Yeah. So with the fact that we didn't see it means we didn't get to figure out what it was. We have no it, idea we just if it would have blind hit us, there's no telling if it would have just taken the Earth with it or not. Yeah. So I can definitely see why 
the space program of many countries panicked like oh no because if that was made of the right stuff guess what that was the end of the world that right was there. that was that was a civilization ender. and if it wasn't made of the right stuff it could still take out one of our hemispheres for a while and make everything a fucking storm cloud for a while as take if out it, texas yep as mm. if a volcanic eruption had gone out you'd lose sunlight for decades it's not the worst thing ever texas is kind of a shitty place we texas could... is a horribly shitty place yeah we're just losing the bushes really and nobody cares about that and the, and the yeah, but Bush Cowboys. has hard candy, man. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> keep him around. He only caused one of the worst and most useless wars in mankind's history, but he does have hard candy and he finger paints. So, ladies and gentlemen, we can't lose him. He's an American treasure. He's a merge. I'd prefer him right now over Trump. I'll take I'll take him right now over over at least he doesn't tweet. He's at least, not, he, at least to he had no interest in Twitter. Yeah, he, 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 we don't have to worry about him saying dumb shit to other countries on social media. Like, that's never been a problem. Like, France doesn't check their fucking Twitter, Trump? Like, really? Yeah. Like, what the <laughs> you think the prime minister's looking at this like, that fucking dick? Like, yeah, they don't give that. They're like, uh, he's getting, he's eating his McDonald's and shit like that. Have, have you seen his meal of choice? He gets a Big Mac meal and two double quarter pounders. That is his go-to with a Coke. Not Diet Coke, Coke. Wait, all together at once? That is his go-to meal when when oh, they. I see. I feel guilty about eating one cheeseburger. If this I have week. a Big Mac meal, I'm gonna go. Oh fuck me! That was nice. Should have eaten that. This motherfucker's like, fuck it. They get bigger suits, right? All right, let's do it. Like I don't give a shit. I'm, I'm the president. Does Armani go three X? Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I, I wish I could do that. I really do. I think uh, political stance here. Uh, I think. We have that whole Iran thing going on right now, and here's my uh, my opinion on that. Because no acting president looking for re-election in 2020 is dumb enough to go to war prior to a re-election stage because it doesn't work ever. It's never worked. Uh, you can be bad in the polling. So Arguably, if, Bush did the same thing and succeeded. Well, that was 9-11. He had 9-11 behind that. There was, there was more hate and fuel. Okay, I see it. Like, you throw 9-11 in there, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I, oh, then, I, then you're a hero. Then you went and you, you liberated. You you were the hero. You got rid of the, the enemy. I understand America was scared, and I get why America was scared during that whole thing. And I get why we would reelect somebody yeah. for the idea of safety. Because that's the first time we've been attacked in our soil since Pearl Harbor. Yeah. That makes sense to me, but it does kind of seem like this whole Iran conflict is is being manufactured specifically to create oh, a fear is. to push re-election, but Iran is not doing anything. They didn't do anything. No, they did a Chinese tanker that they took down, and then Trump's like, yeah, that was that was Iran, and then their government was like, no, and then China was like, no, they were, that was, ter- it was a bunch of, that was a group of people that took over that tanker, and they put an Iranian flag on the boat, and they're like, well, it's an Iranian terrorist group. It's not Iran's not dumb enough as a country to be like, we didn't take the tanker, and then that's our fucking flag. Suck it, bitch. No, it's the it's the group. It's the extremist group right. that's doing this. And the entire strait has been, I mean, that's been going on for years. It's been going on since, I mean, boats could start going on. That entire area is, is conflict. I mean, that used to be one big nation, and there's been conflict there for over 500 years. You can't mm-hmm. fix it. Nobody can fix what's going on in the Middle East. It's, there's always going to be different factions, different people, different, I mean, that's all it's going to ever be. So I don't know why we bother with even going there. I think in the next war America starts should be an old school one. It should be a war we, we engage, not for World War One reasons, no, but for World War Two reasons. Yeah. Reasons where an evil needed to be purged from the earth and something... Like that North you, Korea. Like North Korea. You want to take out evil, go fight North Korea. I know yeah. it's horrible because they basically have South Korea at artillery range, but you know what? Evil is not always going to be easy to take out. You can't just march up to the castle, kill the level 99 dragon, and save the princess. <laughs> Sometimes you're going to have to figure something else out. But that's where our attention should be. Places where... Actual people... social injustice. Right? People are being put in internment camps. There's false news going out. Like There's just a blanket over that country right now. Do you want to say... like, And, and I, this is not a joke. This is not against people who have sons or daughters who are in the military. Uh, 
you know my stance in the military is it is where the young and stupid are tricked into fighting the war of the fighting old. the war for the old and bitter. Yeah. Um, but do you really want to say your son or your daughter died because out in the field or got shot or lost their leg because Iran took a tanker? Yeah. Or do you want to say they died trying to save humanity from the clutches of someone evil? Yeah, someone who is doing terrible things to terrible people right now. There was a huge difference in the way dead soldiers were viewed between Vietnam, the Vietnam conflict and World War Two. Yeah. In World War Two, it was as if we had sent men to hell and they died fighting, you know, and for, evil. The, for the archangels. Yeah, yeah. they didn't, they did. And, and people respected that. And granted, there was a shift in political climate when we got to Vietnam, but Vietnam was also one of those wars that didn't need to happen. No. And when people died there, they were not, people were not as sympathetic or did not honor them like you would an archangel. They were hated when they came back. Because it's like, well, congratulations, you went and fought in a war you weren't invited to in the first place. Yeah, we didn't need to be there. We didn't need you to didn't be there. You didn't do anything. And people knew better. Yeah. Even then. Nowadays, in social media, where I can see that that tanker was clearly not taken over by Iran actual soldiers in, you know, 15 seconds, it's much harder to spin the narrative that something's evil. And they didn't even get away with it in Vietnam, ladies and gentlemen. We didn't have internet in <laughs> Vietnam. You ain't going to get away with it today. Oh, you God, can't no. spin Iran as evil enough for us to send our, our hardworking men and women who sit there behind a gun every day yeah. and die for that. That's not worth them dying for. No, it's not. It's that's someone else's that's someone else's narrative and it's mm-hmm. it's 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 waste. It, it's terrible. It, it, but yeah, people that North Korea should definitely be fucking taken over. I don't know. That'll never probably happen until they do something to really piss us off. But uh until then we'll just let them be crazy in their house. It's like locking a crazy person in a room being there. You just hang out in there. And uh yeah. Um I, I order a lot of food. I order a ton of food. Uh, I'm a big uh, delivery guy because I'm lazy. And I like when uh, DoorDash comes over and brings you my food. And I've learned that uh, a study found that over 30% of delivery drivers munch on your food in the car. Oh, good. 30%. So it's happened to me multiple times. If someone's like, get my Burger King or my McDonald's or my Parker John's and they bring it here and they had a wing or they had some fries. That's kind of fucked up. That is a little fucked up. I, I actually did know a delivery service for a, Louis, a place called Luigi's down. Near, oh, yeah, yeah, I knew uh, the, the delivery dispatcher, and apparently he had suspected that was happening. So they had a great policy where he would send like the drivers out, but the, he would keep all the mistakes, all the sent back orders, all the not pickups, and he would just make a free food pile. That's nice. Instead of throwing it away or quarantining it, he just that's the free food pile. Yeah, you guys want some in there? Go, go grab it. Yeah. So that the drivers wouldn't feel hungry along the way. Like, hey, grab a slice of pizza that this guy didn't order. I would do that for sure. That's exactly what you should be doing. Because that's just... Otherwise, if you throw it in the trash, ladies and gentlemen, from a business perspective, that's about the dumbest thing you ever did. Oh, yeah, it's waste. But as for drivers... Yeah, treat your employees. Don't be a dickhead. No. As for delivery drivers munching on the shit they brought to me. Now, what's your opinion on this? Uh, Whatever. They can do it if they want. If, if they're feeling it, go ahead. Just make sure it's not a, an obvious thing. If you're going to have some fries, have some fries. Just don't take a slice of pizza. I'm about the same way. If you took a wing, if you took a chicken bit, if you're not slobbering on my food. Yeah, if it was a quick, like, eat if and you just took done. a fry or took a, yeah. Wow, if I don't fine. see a bite mark out of my shit, it's whatever. Yeah. It's not that big a deal. And if I don't think about it, I don't have to, it doesn't assign to anything in my brain. It's not like I'm panicking or anything. It's no, like, it's never, it's never crossed my mind either. I've eaten plenty of food that I'm sure someone else's fingers were all over. The delivery driver was just As long as you're not nut tapping my fucking food. It's just like, yeah, don't well, spit on it or fucking jizz on it. And then we're good. Like you can do whatever you want. If I get a Big Mac full of jizz, we get a problem. I mean, I might like it. I'm that like... is a three star review in the making. Don't, don't make me knock you down that far. Sitting here posting a five star review. Best Big Mac ever had. That special sauce is really good nowadays. And that guy it's just all stringy. Yeah. yeah, it's really stringy and kind of salty but I love it. It's really good. There's just some guy laughing his so ass off. What do you do in that case? 
I find jizz yeah. in my Big Mac? No, no, no. Oh. What do you, as, as a man who eats a jizz-filled Big Mac, finds he loves that jizz-filled Big Mac. Like that, that Big I can Mac never replicate it. I'm always like, going to McDonald's. I'm like, this isn't it, though. But then he finds out later what it was. Do you, I jizz in my Big Macs going yeah, forward. Yeah, is it Hello Darkness, My Old Friend? Is yep. the only time I could possibly think he'd use that song is when you're walking outside <laughs> McDonald's learning that an employee jacked a nut on your fucking Big Mac and it was the Pornhub and I was like this is really good so you gotta take a long look at your life like do I head down this path every time I grab McDonald's am I now busting a nut inside my Big Mac (laughs) am I asking somebody it doesn't matter if it's a different person maybe it was him what if mine day's different I'm like that's still the same I'm like I gotta call up Gary that's even no no that is ten times worse if you're sitting (laughs) in the kitchen you take a bite of your own just filled Big Mac it's not the same the same. It's same. Throw it's it away and you call it. Gary. <laughs> I need another Big Mac. Specifically, I need Gary to deliver it and tell him to add a special sauce. Thank you. <laughs> that is a hell of a Craigslist ad. You're going to have to put up for that shit. Uh, yeah, that's that's one that I don't think a lot of people are going to answer to. But the Cinderella uh, slipper of jizzing in the Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Speaking of Craigslist, we had a shout out this week by uh, Esteban. Uh, All right, give his full name. Like, make sure I can barely actually... read his full name. Esteban Miguel. Terra Blanca? Terra Blanca? Terra Blanca. Terra Blanca. He is a young artist working independently in Wisconsin. Uh, he, if you guys want to go follow him, I haven't checked him out yet. It's EMT Bambino on SoundCloud and Instagram. Uh, he is 16, so pedophiles, watch out. Uh, he is a poet. He is, an outspo- he is outspoken. He has notebooks filled with ideas. Uh, his main influencers are Richie Valens and Hassin Anifori. He is self-provoked. Uh, he is a very well-written man, child. Um, he wanted to be in the podcast. Uh, I am respectfully declining this because uh, under the age of 18, it is too much of a risk for us mm-hmm. and our podcast to bring on a minor who doesn't have a consent form signed. And have it. No, and we have alcohol. On, there's just too much going on here. For If you're above the age of 18 and you honestly want to be on here, and we have, we have plenty of people in the works for that, fine. But if you're under the age of 18, we cannot legally have you on here. I am sorry. But I do, Mike and I uh, came to the agreement that Esteban here, uh, Treblenka, uh, EMT Bambino, uh, deserved it because he sent us a very long email, very well-spoken. Uh, he sounds like a young or a, a very motivated guy. Uh, he finishes it off by saying, regardless of anything, I always remain humble and genuine in everything I do. And I know my voice will be heard because I promote love and positive energy. Love will never fail. Sincerely, EMT Bambino. We love that you gave us a, a quick hit, but uh, sorry, buddy. Let it always be known that the Let's Drink podcast truly does care about artistic merit and value, despite the fact that we talk about just filled <laughs> Big Macs on air. Um, Esteban, I'm sorry we can't feature your stuff. First of all, I'm flattered that you would turn to our podcast as any sort of voice for your poetry. Yeah. But uh, there is no way you want to hear your poetry on the place where Hitler and Jizz filled cheeseburgers. Yeah, we literally just finished. We, we finished off a Jizz segment there, and now you're being mentioned. Yeah, so you're being mentioned. do you really want to be around that, buddy? But your passion and your drive to actually try and get yourself heard is sincerely appreciated. So there's a shout out for him. And we, we absolutely love that you listen to us. And does he Does he, though? Do you think he actually listens to us? I'm sure he at least heard something. I, I just, uh, buddy, uh, Esteban, I'm going to give you a quick lesson here in life. And uh, you, you need to know that there's a certain place and time to do certain things. Uh, a wedding isn't a time to do an AA meeting. Uh, you don't pitch the notebook to Comedy Central. Uh, you, you found a avenue and you found our ad and you decided to hit us up, but you didn't listen to the product, I'm guessing, because that's not us. We're not. Uh, you made sure to put that in the end, right? 
I, I, I did say give us a listen before you do because okay, I, 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 we want guests and there's an ad out there because we want people here. I want actual people. We get reached out by a billion different, uh, a bunch of different people every single day that aren't qualified and you are one of them that are not qualified i would definitely recommend promoting yourself on another channel because we will get you a bunch of 35 25 year old assholes like us that's what you're gonna get they're gonna be like fuck your poetry fuck your music you suck kid like and we could have honestly done that to you here but we didn't to put in perspective people who do qualify literally the guys who made a show about weed and beer in tennessee yeah thank they you. qualify so that tells you how low our standards are we just have like the two caveats one being your age yeah literally yeah and 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 for real those guys uh those guys were they will be on the show so uh i you know maybe try linkedin LinkedIn is helpful because LinkedIn is helpful, and I think you you just you're, you're you gotta get a, get a head on your shoulder. I'm trying to be nice to this kid, and I really don't want to tear him apart, but I'm really holding back. Just so you know, Bambino, I am holding back from ripping you a new asshole. You are dedicated. You are driven. You are smart. Listen to shit before you fucking email us. God damn it. Speaking of listening to shit, yes. What do an orgasm and a pulse have in common? What do they have in common? She doesn't need either one. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, that was definitely, uh, that was the champagne hitting there. I think that, that is, Orson Welles said it best here with, Ah, the French champagne. You ever seen that one? Oh, yeah. He gets really he's, drunk he's on set, done. and he's trying to promote it, and he's like, they're like staring at him like, oh, we're going, or she's like, we're going now? No? And they're like, yeah, go. And he's like, ah, the French champagne. And he's like dismayed, and like he is, he's like us on a gaming night at the end of the night, and they're trying to get him to do a commercial. And everybody else there is sober, and like this, the couple's looking at the table, and he has like a scarf half off, and he's kind of like swaying a little bit, and he's like like thousand yard stare, and then it's just like, oh, and they're like okay, take three, take, and he's, he keeps swigging, the, like they give him a champagne, and he's just chugging it. It's like that wasn't part of the commercial, or something. Like we don't need you to drink it, we just need Orson to promote. Orson Welles it. was a decent fucking celebrity too, so nobody's calling him on it. It's like if Brad Pitt showed up fucking drunk to the Oscars. I'm like, fine. And there's like, okay, Brad, can you talk about your new movie? Ah, Fast and Furious. Uh, yeah, uh, Germans and Germans and, 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 and yeah. Tarantino. He was a heavy alcoholic. People don't realize Orson Welles was bad. He used to, uh, he'd film his sh- his movies, and then he'd a movie room in his house like me. Him, Arson Wells and I are pretty similar. And uh, he would go get drunk in his room, and he'd lock the door. And then people couldn't, he would just watch his movies over and over again, like, Orson, Orson, like, you, you want to do this press, you want to do this? And just, no, he didn't want to do it. He just wanted to watch his movies and drink in his, mo- in his dark room alone. I'm like, that is, I mean, that's my spirit animal right there. A man there. after our own hearts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, shout out to Orson, Orson Wells, even though he's dead now, and shout out to Bambino for being a fucking idiot. Um, what are your thoughts right now on Dane Cook? I, I, I'm curious. You, that's your era. That's your comedian era. Oh, thanks. Don't, don't give Dane, us Dane, Dane Cook. Dane I don't Cook want Dane is, Cook. Dane Cook is yours. Okay, here's my thought on Dane Cook. Uh, you were relevant and funny about the same time Employee of the Month was relevant and funny. <laughs> Employee of the Month is still a great movie. Oh, 100%. Is about the last time I found Dane Cook funny, actually, come to think of it. Really? He tried to break into... Uh, celebrity status. I believe he did a couple of Good Luck Chuck and things was horrible. Uh, he also did a movie where he's the villain. I don't know if that was with Ryan Reynolds or something else. He was the villain of some oh, some big corporation. Yeah. It was more of a down-to-earth movie. I do remember that, yeah. yes. But again, just you're not funny. You're not relevant. You steal a lot of your material, which has been proven, Mr. Cook. Um, 
and he yells. He keeps yelling. He and I think that I I have a love hate relationship with Dane. Uh, I, he is probably the coolest guy and I know. Um, just from his story and what he's been through, his brother took all of his money. Mm-hmm. Um, his brother was his manager, and anything he made up until employee of the month, his brother stole and buried. And his brother's in prison right now, serving a sentence. Uh, but he lost like hundred twenty million dollars, and his brother's like, "Yeah, well, I buried it somewhere." And he's like, "Well, we'll let you out. You know, you have a ten year sentence. We'll let you out in a year if you give Dane his money back." And he's like, "No, nope, I'm good here. I'm comfortable." He buried the money. He literally buried the money. He he told him. He told all of his friends like, "I." None of that money was spent. I took it out, and they they have cashier checks from uh, uh, the bank where he was. Uh, What's it called? B, it's BMO, and they were like he was taking out like five hundred thousand dollars at a time, but he was doing it in month increments so that it wasn't flagging. And so he had two years spent where he was just taking out money and then putting it in bags and burying it in a certain area. I'm like, that's dark. I would never do that to you. I would never be like, Mike's making it big right now. Let me take some fucking like. No, I'd be like, hey Mike, do you mind if you cut me off a check for you know ten grand? Like I just want to buy something. You'd be like, fuck yeah, I got yeah. I got 120 million dollars. Here's twenty grand, Dave. Like I wouldn't be like, let me just take this from you. No, I didn't fucking do anything. I didn't bury it in the woods somewhere. In the woods, like that's a dick move. But Dane came up to him. He's like, hey, I love you and I forgive you. He's like, and you know what? Fuck the money. He's like, when you get out, we're fine. Like if that, if you really need all my money, that's yours. Which I was like, whoa. You have the, I mean, you have, like you said, he yells the fucking mic. He's just like, yeah, fuck, 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 yeah, fucking beeline. Like he's super like animated. He's always going. It's like he's on cocaine. And yet it's like, that's a big and move. he still chose to forgive his brother. Holy shit. I know. I'm like, that's sad. Like, that's that's fucking you are. He, and he's, I mean, nowadays, I, I he's, he's come out and he's doing more now. I think he was recluse for a while. He just got married to a 27-year-old smoke show. Again, old guy is killing it. Just says a lot for me going forward. I just got to make it to 50 and be rich. And then mm-hmm. I can just marry some hot 25-year-old. I don't even care what I look like. I can just be like, this is me. You want it? You gonna suck this dick or what? <laughs> that boner ain't going away. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't know. I I was curious on your thoughts because I originally initially I hate Dane Cook as his comedy. I don't. I won't watch his comedy. I don't find it. There are certain comedians where it's like you're pandering towards a certain narrative, and you're. It's fun to touch on it. I just want stories. I want self-deprecating stories where I'm like, I can relate to that. I've been fucked up like that, or I've been on a date like that, or that's that's happened to me. I don't want this whole just like yell to the mic, run around the stage, yell around the mic, yell on the stage. Like, oh, dude, it's fucking nine o'clock on a Thursday. I'm just looking to veg out. So I'm starting to find in season sorry a little bit annoying too. It's he just, is. It's just fucking oh, just stop. loud. He's. I mean, he's funny for the most part, but then he's just like, like, oh, how many people have kids here? Clap, you have kids. What are you doing here? You should be at home. That game last. And he's just yelling. It's like, whoa, okay, let's bring it down a notch. Z is like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? And he just had that sex scandal go on, which I feel bad for him. I feel like he uh, he didn't deserve that one. No, I mean, I think it, it's personally horrendous and assumptive of people to think that season sorry has sex. Come on, <laughs> look at the guy. Look, at, would you look at him? Yeah, he is, doesn't have sex, guys. Have he's you the s- Indian cabbage patch kid? <laughs> did you hear about that sex scandal? Yes, I did. I don't like that. I'm. I, we live in a world where that's just bullshit. Now he literally had a girl come over. Folks that don't know, I'll give you the quick version. Girl came over. Uh, gave her pink wine when she wanted red wine. They fooled around in the bed consensually. She left and claimed it was rape. She's like, he put wine out. And then he's like, she asked for fucking wine. And then they, like, a couple months later, she's like, well, yeah, I asked for wine, but he only had pink and I wanted red. Uh, and she's like, and then we were, like, in his bed. Okay, you went to his bed. Well, yeah, I went in there. We were having wine. Like, I was loose. And it's like, okay, so you made bad choices under the influence of alcohol. He did not do anything wrong. And he didn't drink. He was like, no, I, was, that was, I wasn't drinking that night. She was the one drunk. And it's like... What did disease do wrong? And now they're calling him a rapist. I'm like, that is a rape. That is not rape. That is a you. Reg- you can't. You cannot flag uh, regrets as rape. That doesn't happen. 
I, I, that's just that's the world we live in right now. You can flag him as regret. Yeah, you can literally just say, yeah, fuck that, I made a bad decision that I didn't want. I didn't want to flirt with Aziz. I'm sorry, uh, sorry. Uh, who the fuck are you fucking normally? Like, uh, is Jang Tatum? Couldn't get Trevor Noah for God's sake. <laughs> Trevor Noah. Does he do comedy? Uh, a little bit. It's not very good comedy, but I, I, I believe Trevor Noah is like the Pokemon Evolved version of a C Sorry, <laughs> gets a little less loud, gets a little bit more political, dresses much nicer, and just kind of gets like you know much. Much more clean cut looking. He dude. gets pussy version. He's not a bad. He's he's a seven. He's yeah. a seven. He's got the voice. He's he got, has the voice. Oh. He's he's very smart. He's very witty, and he is well written. And he's well, on the Daily Show. And he's right. yeah. But I say he was the one that took over for John Stewart, right? Mm-hmm. I don't. I was never a big fan of the Daily. I did like John Stewart. I still love John Stewart. Probably one of my favorite guys. His advocation world. for the nine eleven victims. Love that. I cried watching that video when he was like, like no 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 senator showed up, and he was like yelling at the four that showed up. He's like, "Where's everybody else?" And nobody. He's like, you four answer me. Where are everybody else? Why are they here? And then we have 9 responders here, and they're not here. Was this not like? And he's crying. I'm like, this guy isn't. This isn't his like thing. He's a hundred percent behind this. And I mean, rightfully so. I didn't even know that was going on, which shows you our media that they were pulling healthcare funding for res- first responders. Yeah, too fucking bad, America government. I don't give a shit. No. How many cancers your people have? They crawled into a the rubble of a building which by the way should have been updated so it didn't have all those mutagenic materials mm-hmm. in it. I don't give a fuck you are going to support them and every goddamn VA you know veteran affairs member yep. for the rest of their goddamn lives or you don't send them to war or you don't get attacked on your soil and nope. if you can't do that which you can't you can't stop being attacked no so no, you're going to support them you're going to stop day they die. make a fucking less few tanks this year and re- then take care of your heroes. 100% agree. I get, I, that angers me when they, they talk about pulling funding out. Yeah, veterans. People have served this country. For the rest of your life, you shouldn't be paying for health care. No. When you get buried, we should take care of it. You gave the ultimate sacrifice, just like those responders did. You risked it all to help other people. And because of it, now you are suffering and you are in pain and you are you have you have ailments. That's our fault. The best money can buy, top to bottom. If the yep. government doesn't like it, the government don't do free, it. Then. Free, exactly, the government's free to take their health care the way other countries that are first world do. Yep. Go turn to the insurance companies and go, or go turn to the, the the medical companies and go. Well, the government's going to be paying for it, so you're going to give us the best fucking price. Well, yeah, you look pay. at how much. I mean, everything's medical supplies, everything's inflated as all fuck. Yeah. So you can pull a couple strings here because we all know the elections are being probably rigged by fucking big farm anyway. Mm-hmm. So go over there and say you're giving these guys free shit, and when they die, we're burying them. We're paying for it. We're, we're not. Paying, we're not. We're not taking like a hero. Yeah, and then their family who had to deal with the fact that they're. they're their significant other, their dad, whatever, was uh, shaped and molded by that terrible event. They now get the entire life, you know, his his life insurance policy. They don't have to spend thirty grand around a funeral to bury grandpa. Well, grandpa served in Vietnam, or grandpa served in Vietnam, World War II, whatever you want to say. He's a fucking bona fide He's a hero. hero. That's all there is to it. He and gave his life for something greater. So now we should do what's right in return. Hundred percent. I, yeah, I, and I loved. I didn't know John Stewart was that kind of guy initially watching that, and I yeah, I got choked up watching that because he was he was holding back tears. And I was mad for him. Like, really, nobody showed up to this. Nobody, like, there's all these first responders that are on death. I mean, they're, you watch them. They're all, you look at them. They have nurses there. They have uh, they have IV bags. People came who shouldn't come. They came. Uh, the, the senator of Arizona couldn't come. He was, what do you have going on? You have a, a, new, a new LGBT law going on. He had just to fucking like work on. the senator in fucking Oregon. You're all cowards. You are. You're, you're just horrible people. No. And any Republican who stands behind the members of their of their government, their party who wouldn't stand. 
stand there for American heroes, you're cowards too. You are. That's all you are. You are old cowards that uh, you're, you're more worried about your social image and the fact that that vote wasn't popular. And John Stewart, made, like if John Stewart wouldn't have gotten behind this and it got nobody would have cared. No, that, they that didn't bill would have passed. Now. Yep. And then people put that on blast. And they're like, holy fuck. Like I didn't know that. And I was enraged. So you imagine the rest of the world's like, what? Mm. I didn't even know they're running out of their fucking medical care. Like, why is that even happening? Okay, you know, one of those. I don't fucking go into that more than you are. Turns out cancer uh, actually doesn't care when your medical care runs out. Cancer. And- yeah, it doesn't go, oh, you're out next year? <laughs> All right, I'll go away. All buddy. right, I'm going to head off. It's been real. <laughs> it's been real. Thanks for that. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, so that I saw that, and I love John Stewart. He's a great guy. We'd love to have John on if he ever is swinging by and he wants to come hang out with us for a day. Swing through our city. If you're ever near Manasha and you want to come by, like for some reason, John Stewart's like, "Hey, uh, I got a shout out from Dave. I think uh, he wanted me over, so uh, you just walk in." John sitting here, we're having like a heated debate over a beer. Like, "Hey, Mike, uh, it's my buddy John." Like, oh, oh. yeah, he's gonna uh, jump on the show where we talk about jizz and Big Macs. Got it. He would love it. He probably would. He would. It would be hilarious because we're sitting here and I imagine him in his suit back there, sitting in his chair, swiveling back and forth. And then we get through something. He's like, "Did you guys see Trump's tweet yesterday?" And we're like, <laughs> uh, "What?" And he's like, "This is funny. This is funny for both sides." And he gets really political about right. it and pulls it up. And he's like, "Why would a man who spent thirty three percent of checks yeah, just uh, something like that?" I can totally imagine that. Would I would. I would fucking. I would die that. As for the rest of you who aren't John Stewart. If you're looking to add something to this podcast, whether please. it be questions, contributions, or something we can drink, alcohol, please don't hesitate to contact us in one form or another. We're always watching our, our streams, we're yep. always watching our inboxes, and we look forward to creating more content catered to our listeners. We do, and we love you guys. We love you guys, and we thank you so much for creating this amazing podcast. Palmcast, uh, you got you guys. You guys are seriously the reason we're uh, we're doing this, and then we love you so much. But uh, this has been a good episode, this I think. This episode. is a good note to kind of uh, wind things down and uh, thank everybody again for their amazing support and their love. It wouldn't be possible without you. And as always, let's drink. <laughs>